Okay, why don't you lift your hands to the Most High God and begin to bless His holy name? And worship the ancient of days. The one who lives forever. The unchangeable changer. The one who speaks and it is done. Praise him. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him adoration. Bless his holy name. Worship him. Give him glory. Give him honor. Bless him, bless him. He's worthy to be praised. Give him glory, give him honor. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. Now, I want you to pray. A prayer with all your heart. And say, Father, if you are blessing two people here tonight, let me be one of them. Go ahead, talk to the other. If we are blessing only two people here tonight, let me be one of them. Thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to pray one more prayer. I say, Father, within a short time, save the whole world. Let's go ahead and talk to the Almighty God. We know you can do it. And you don't want anybody to perish. Within a very short period of time, 
bring salvation to the whole world. Let every soul be saved. You died for the whole world. You shed your blood for the whole world. Don't let your blood be in vain. Bring salvation to the whole world. Lord. And do it very, very soon. Because we know the end is near. Please, Lord. Bring salvation to the whole world. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. It is settled forever. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. It is settled forever. The one that spoke the heavens and the earth into being. The one who was sent and he healed. The one who was sent and he delivered. The one who became flesh and dwelt among us. Glory be to your holy name. Thank you for the past conventions. Thank you for the current one. Thank you for what you did on Monday. Thank you for Tuesday. Thank you for Wednesday. Thank you for Thursday. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for what you will yet do tomorrow. Please accept our worship in Jesus' name. Tonight, Father, Baba, Send your word. Save souls. Heal the sick. Set the captives free. Raise the dead tonight. Like never before, visit 
all your children. All over the world. Those who are participating in this service. Move us from glory to glory. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Let someone shout hallelujah. I want you to wave at two or three people. And tell him of her. Before this night is out. My hallelujah will be louder than yours. Now, if you believe that shout a really big hallelujah, you may please be seated. God bless you. And before I forget, those of you who are born in the month of August, you remain standing. Father, I'm committing your children born in the month of August into your hands. August is the eighth month of the year. And eight is the number for a new beginning. For all this, your children, let there be a new beginning. A new beginning of joy, of success, of progress, of a closer walk with you. A new beginning of testimonies. Give to them in Jesus' name. And let them serve you anew. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. You may please be seated. Uh, last year, because of COVID 19, those of you who came back two years ago, and God had already answered you. You were not able to bring your children forward for dedication. But you can do so now. And all others who were barren before. But your babies are here now. Those of you are in the main auditorium. And those of you in the overflow in the old auditorium. You can bring the children forward. So that we can pray for them. Uh, as they come. The Bible says we should rejoice with those who are rejoicing. So the, the choir will be singing. 
And we will be dancing with these people. As they come. So over to you, band. Excellent is the doing marvelous thing for me. 
marvelous God. What a marvelous God. He's a marvelous what God. Oh, 
Now you can see the number of homes where there used to be sorrow. And now there is joy. You can see those who are here in the main auditorium. And you can see those in the old auditorium. You can see the thousands of souls. I want you to join me in shouting hallelujah. And I want everybody to help me stretch your hands towards these children and pray for them that the Almighty God will protect them that our joy over them will last forever that they will go wise and strong in the Lord. Pray for them. Intercede for them. Oh, thank you, my father. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for all the wombs that you have opened. Thank you for remembering this, your children. Thank you for terminating barrenness in their lives. Thank you for bringing joy into their homes. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Father, bless these children. Sanctify them. Protect them from evil. Let sickness stay away from them. Let death stay away from them. Let our joy over them last forever. Provide for their parents. Help them to bring up these children in the fear of the Lord. And I pray, Lord God Almighty, that joy like this will never cease in your church. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Congratulations to you all. You can go back rejoicing. Your joy will last forever. Jehovah, 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 Jehov
I think you should shout another hallelujah without anybody asking you. By the grace of God, next month, it will be a special Holy Ghost service for those who are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. And other people who also want to be fruitful. So the theme for the Holy Ghost service next month is God bless you part eight. And it shall be entitled You Shall Be Fruitful. And because next month is special month for fruitfulness, there will be no Shiloh hour in September. The next major event is the Congress in December which will be from December the 5th to 11th and by the special grace of God it will be life and like I told those of you who were here yesterday, the Lord has already given me the theme for December. And the theme is, The Siege is Over. Glory be to God. Our text for today is 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. The theme, of course, you know is a new wave of glory. And the text says, but we all, with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Even as by the Spirit of the Lord. When a theme is given, you will know as a preacher uh, what kind of uh, way you should relate. Some themes expect you to preach. I want mean, for example, if, you, if the theme is behold the lamb. 
You know, that is a preaching invitation to people to look unto Jesus. If the topic, like uh, Wednesday, is sanctification, then you know you are expected to teach that's not just preaching but it is teaching but when you have a topic like all will be well you know God is asking you to bring a prophetic message I mean, for example, tonight, it's going to be well for someone. The theme for this year's convention that we are to address tonight a new wave of glory is absolutely prophetic. And because it's a prophetic topic, it is not necessarily going to be very long you're not preaching you're not necessarily teaching you're prophesying and so it can be very brief I mean there have been a time when God gave a prophetic topic and I was prepared prepared a sermon that will last at least one and a half hours after 15 minutes God stopped me I said, I've already done what I want to do. Keep your notes. I'm telling you this. Because in the next five minutes, God may say, stop. Because the one that he has in mind has received what he wants to say. Because there's no doubt about it at all. Is someone listening to me now? You're moving into a new wave of glory. Now, glory comes in waves. Ogo ama wa pelu igbi. 
One, one way from a die and then another way begins. And many a times, in between two waves, there could be something different from glory. So it is possible for someone to know glory before. And then, for one reason or the other, he now knows shame. And then God moves him to another glory. You know, between two hills, there could be a valley. But I'm standing as a representative of my father in heaven tonight. That if your glory of the past has been followed by shame, that shame is over tonight. Usually, a, a, a wave of glory is associated with an individual. That's why there could be a multitude like we have tonight. And it could be just one fellow that God is interested in. Joseph, Joseph brought his family to Egypt. But as long as Joseph was alive, Israel was uh, in a glorious situation. Israel then Joseph died. Joseph And a new king arose that didn't know Joseph. And the glory of Israel became shame. But then one day, Moses came. Moses And there was a new wave of glory. I prophesy to someone right now. Your Moses is coming. Moses, And then Moses died. And Joshua took over. And what Moses had not been able to do. Joshua did it. He took the children of Israel into the promised land. And I prophesy to someone tonight. 
I told you it's a prophetic message. That goal that we have not been able to achieve, you will achieve now. And then after some years, David came. David and he went from one victory to another to another. I declare in the name of the one who made heaven and earth. Your victories will be won after another. Amen. And after David, Solomon came. And if, if you are a Bible scholar, you will discover that Solomon didn't fight a single war. Victories are good things. Peace is better. Throughout the period of Solomon, he never fought a war. And the next decree I'm making, before I give it to you, I'm giving it to myself. And I'm saying, no more wars. Amen. Let, let, let me be a bit more specific. And I, like I promise I will try and be as quick as possible because I don't know when daddy will stop me. Because even if he says stop now, some people are already blessed. <laughs> Some of us will never fight another war. When we, when we talk about a new wave of glory, like I said, it could mean you were on a hill before. Then you went into a valley. And then you begin to climb again. Oh, how I love the testimony of that, my daughter. She had a shop. Six-story building. Within a single day, everything collapsed. Burnt down, destroyed. I'm sure that day 
she wasn't singing hallelujah but then there was another wave and we saw her tonight smiling what was destroyed had been restored I decree to someone everything the devil has destroyed in your life you will get it back amen when we we want to look at one or two examples very quickly we want to look at the case of uh, the man the Bible said had a withered hand. In Luke chapter 6, from verse 6 to 10. Luke chapter 6, from verse 6 to 10. The Bible said the man had a withered hand. And he was in the church, he was in the synagogue. The withered hand means the hand was strong before. But then he withered. The glory became shame. Anytime they want to describe the man. They said, don't you know the man with the withered hand? His ability was gone. You know, among the elders, when they want to say somebody is... destitute they will say he has no hand to show that's another way of saying his hand has been withered but then the almighty God came in and I thank God for the last testimony we had. I just went to console my secretary because he lost her mother. But we stepped into the house. And miracles began to happen. Tonight. The Almighty God Himself, the one I serve, the one who called me, the one who anointed me, we step into your house. Jesus stepped into the temple. And the hand that had been withered was restored back. 
In every area that your hand has been withered, expect a surprise today. Amen. Or you, or you can consider the case of a man in Mark chapter 8 from verse 22 to 25. Mark chapter 8 from verse 22 to 25. They said they brought a blind man to Jesus. He led him out of the city. And then he spat on his eyes. And asked him. After putting his hand on him. He said. uh, Can you see anything? The man said. Oh yes. I see men like trees. How did he know that there's something called trees? Because he used to see. And the problem came. And he couldn't see anymore. But my Lord touched him again. And he could now see clearly. Let me start with those of you who have challenges with your eyes. In the name that's above every other name. You will get brand new eyes. Again, I'm referring to that last testimony. This fellow had been blind for years. And came to see Daddy Gio. Daddy Gio was not around. The secretary said, I'm, I'm a secretary or not. And then he took an handkerchief that we had blessed before. Use it to turn the eyes. Four days later, the fellow came back seeing completely. You don't need Daddy Gio tonight. You have his God. He will touch you. He will restore your sight. But but you know that sight also is associated with vision. When we talk of vision, we're also talking about ambition. Things you hope to become. 
Oh, has several of us. Who had seen ourselves great. Doing mighty things. And then after years, we feel that that's not going to, it's not likely that's going to be. I prophesy to you tonight. Every greatness you dream about shall come to pass. When we dream of a new wave of glory, we could talk about somebody who used to be rich and then became poor and then recovered. Like the example of Job. That I sang about yesterday. I apologize to those of you who don't speak English. Uh, I apologize to those of you who don't speak Yoruba. I've been told that uh, now maybe I should stop the Ewi. Ah. So that uh, we will not be cheating those who cannot uh, understand Yoruba. <laughs> but there's a covenant between me and my God. I will praise him. And the best way you can praise God is in your mother tongue. There's no English translation for Ogbenija Kerubonija. You saw the choir singing in Ibo. I didn't understand what they were saying. But I was thrilled to my bones. What I'm trying to say is this. Job was wealthy before. Tragedy came. He lost everything. But the Bible says in Job chapter 42 Job chapter 42 from verse 10 to 12 10 to 12 the Bible says God turned the captivity of Job and things became glorious again all of you who used to be rich and now you are struggling. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You shall be wealthy again. 
Passi a me. When we talk about a new wave of glory, thank you, Father. Daddy says there's someone here. Daddy, come, Oh, listening to me wherever. That your progress was steady and fast before. Then all of a sudden it stopped. The Lord asked me to tell you. Your progress will be faster than ever before. <laughs> I mean, we were already prophesying, but Daddy is throwing some things inside. Daddy says I should tell someone. The one who set your marriage on fire shall be set on fire soon. When we talk about a new wave of glory, we can look at it from the mental aspect. And we, a good example will be Daniel chapter 4. From the beginning to the end. Talks about a king. Mighty king. And then he didn't listen to advice. And he became like an animal for seven years. But then one day, God in his mercy restored his understanding. And he himself said, Excellent glory was added unto me. I believe this is for students. After tonight, you will never fail another exam. But then it is possible to go from one glory to another without even a break. Or if there are breaks, it will, there will be breaks that will just be brief, that will lead you to something like Joseph, for example. You know his story. He was the favorite of his father. 
was wearing the coat of many colors. He was the envy of the brothers. Then he started dreaming. And that created a problem. Because God showed him the future. And he couldn't keep it to himself. And so the brother sold him to slavery. You know the story. When he became a slave, in the house of the of the slave owner, he became chief executive officer. And then somebody lied against him. They threw him to prison. When he got to prison, he became the chief executive officer. And then he moved from prison to the palace. Became prime minister. And then one day, his brothers came and fell down before him. I prophesied to someone. Those who say you won't reach your goal, they are coming to bow down to you. So he just moved from one wave of glory to another and to another and to another. But the Lord asked me to address two specific cases tonight. So I want to go to those ones because, like I said, I'm sensing in my spirit that he may ask me to stop soon. So let me take those two quickly. If he allows him, continue. He wants me to talk to those who feel that Destiny has not been kind to them. You know, for example, in Genesis chapter 48, from verse 8 to 20, Genesis 48, from verse 8 to 20, Thank you, Daddy. The Lord asked me to tell someone. 
You will never again be referred to as an ex-champion. You know what that means? For the rest of your life, you will be a reigning champion. Joseph brought his two sons to his father. Joseph Manasseh and Ephraim. Manasseh And he placed Manasseh where the right hand of the father will land. And put Ephraim, the second born, where the left hand will land. Because the father couldn't see very well. But the father crossed his hands. Placed the right hand on the head of the younger. And the left hand on the head of the elder. Joseph said, Daddy, no, no. Daddy, this is the firstborn, this is the secondborn. The father said, I know. You know what I'm doing. This one is just going to be greater than this one. What is the offense of Manasseh? I've never done anything wrong. The Lord asked me to talk about this particular case. Because some of you must have been wondering. In what ways has so and so better than I? How come he's succeeding so well? I mean, we all know that our our God is in the heavens. He does as he pleases. He says, I will be merciful to whom I be merciful. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. And you can challenge him. And occasionally, when you grumble, Somebody will tell you, I don't you know fingers are not supposed to be equal. I know. I, I know fingers are not supposed to be equal. Why am I not the bigger finger? The Lord asked me to tell you. That it is the end that matters. 
Because if you read the book of Revelation chapter 7 And you read it from verse 4 to 8 Revelation 7 from verse 4 to 8 The Bible was talking about 144,000 people that were sealed and it, it took them 12 from each tribe. When you read that passage, the first thing you will discover is that Ephraim was no longer there. The second thing you will discover is that they mentioned the name of Manasseh before they mentioned the name of Joseph. Initially, it looks as if God didn't favor Manasseh. But at the end, he became greater than his father. I have good news for someone here tonight. Those of you who think how come God has dealt like this with me? He asked me to tell you specifically tonight your end will be better than your beginning. And he asked me to tell you a little story. You know, I've not been telling stories tonight. Because it's a prophetic night. When we were in the universities. In the 1960s. Yeah, what the 1960s? <laughs> Before many of you were born. There was a group of us who were very, very close. And you know, young boys. I want We tease ourselves. We look at the way we were performing. And so we always say, Who is most likely to succeed? Who is the least likely to be very successful? There was one of us. Almost every year. He will fail a paper. So he will have to come back to do receipt. Finally. He left with a degree. The kind we call, let my people go. <laughs> I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. 
You are first class, second class, upper. Up to third class. The, the people who are not in any class. Those are the ones we used to call, let my people go. Just, just give me something, let me go. So our friend left with let my people go. And people like me, we went to do second degree, third degree. He was quietly teaching with his let my people go. Then something happened. I had to go and do some work in the town where I was staying. And I stayed with him. And his mother died. So I was, ah, my friend. Hey. Burial ceremony. I said, well, I, I have five pounds in my savings in Lagos. And that was true. That was all I had. With my PhD. I said, I will go and withdraw it and bring it to you. He laughed. He called me by my nickname. <laughs> I won't tell you so you don't begin to. <laughs> he said, you, you are always kind. He said, let me tell you the truth. My problem is not money. It is how to spend it. Why? Kennedy. God gave him an inspiration. By the time I was getting PhD, he was using the inspiration God gave him. He has built two giant buildings when I didn't, I was still struggling to pay my rent. The Lord asked me to tell someone, I will inspire you. You know, the Bible says in Job chapter 32. Verse 8. Job 32 verse 8. The Bible says there is a spirit in man. And the inspiration of the Almighty gives them understanding. An inspiration. One day somebody is going to stand at this altar. 
And first of all, before telling us his story or her story, he or she will say, Daddy, I have a request. Daddy, I want permission that your budget for the next year Congress Congress Convention Convention Pastor Salaries Special Holy Ghost I will pay And he, he or she will refer to tonight I said God gave me an inspiration if you are that one let me hear you shout a really big hallelujah then there's a second special case that God asked me to talk about thank you Lord daddy says I should tell someone don't abandon that project. It's going to turn out bigger and better than you think. The Lord wants me to direct special attention to someone who lost prominence because of his own or her own weakness. And he wants me to discuss with you briefly about a fellow called Esau. You know the story of Esau, so I don't need to go. You know, he was the one who sold his birthright just for a plate of food. And I spoke about him yesterday. So God is not tolerating not having control over your stomach. The things came down hard on him. The day was to be blessed. The mother plotted against him. The father was careless. And put the blessing on the younger fellow. When he cried to the father, uh, Don't you have a blessing left? The blessing that the father pronounced on him was almost a curse. You shall serve your brother. Came out of the mouth of his father. But somewhere along the line, 
God decided to show him mercy. And turn the tide for him. So that by the time we got to Genesis 32, from verse 3 to 7, Genesis 32, from verse 3 to 7, when the one who got the blessing was coming, and he sent to the one who got a mixture of blessing and curse. And they told the man who got the blessing. Your brother is coming. With a bodyguard of 400 men. The brother trembled. I think I've talked about this before. The first time a president came to the Holy Ghost uh, Congress here. At that time there was no building, it was just open field. He came with 250 bodyguards. He saw the bodyguard of 400. When he met the brother the following day, and the brother gave him presents to see if he could use that to buy favor. He said to the brother, Keep your own. I have enough. The Lord specifically asked me to tell someone, the fellow who know himself or herself. You messed up. That's why you are where you are. But he asked me to tell you. Because of this convention, he has forgiven you. And very soon. Very soon, you will say, I have more than enough. Well, praise God, at least I've, I've covered those ones. And he hasn't asked me to stop yet. <laughs> Glory be to God. That gives me an opportunity to talk about a new wave of glory in the spiritual. And the example I will use will be the example of Peter. You know, he was a spokesman. 
He will talk first and think later. Even when the Lord says somebody that you are all going to be offended, him, he said, Me, don't you know? He said, Even if I have to die with you, I'm ready. Then he hit the ground hard. But then God restored him. And then he began to go from glory to glory. He preached a sermon, three he preached the second term. Someone, five thousand. Another sermon. Multitude. He started by healing, by touching. He went on and on. His shadow began to heal. He was raising the dead. As a minister of God here tonight, listen to me carefully. My daddy asked me to tell you your ministry will go from glory to glory. Ah. Okay. There's more to say, but daddy says I should wind up. Daddy, you came they asked me to tell somebody, he said, your, tr- your marriage became troubled. When the doctor said, you have zero sperm count. He asked me to tell you. I made the heavens and the earth out of nothing. Your children are on the way. Thank you, Daddy. I want to say amen to this one. <laughs> and it will surprise you I'm saying amen to it he asked me to tell someone stop doubting me I still do the impossible amen Daddy says Daddy we That's I should tell someone Against all odds 
irrespective of all enemies against you you will excel I want to close. But there's one very interesting thing God asked me to share now. You know, when we were young, we look forward to Christmas. I still do. I so we begin to count the days to Christmas. So December 25, Christmas Day. December 24, Christmas Eve. December 23, the eve of the eve of Christmas Day. <laughs> the Lord asked me to tell somebody. Tonight is the eve of the eve of your greatness. Amen. How do I become a partaker of a new wave of glory? Very, very simple. Just one thing. Refuse to annoy God. That's all. Because he's the one who can move you from one spot to another. Promotion comes from him. He lifts one up, brings down another. Wisdom belongs to him. Breakthrough belongs to him. Joseph was able to reach his goal. Simply because in Genesis chapter 39, from verse 1 to 9, Genesis 39, from verse 1 to 9, when that Agent of the devil said, Come and lie with me. Joseph said, How can I do this thing and sin against my God? Can I do this thing and offend God? 
You want to be a partaker of the new wave of glory? Make up your mind. I will never offend God again. My children know me. Those who, I mean, I'm talking of my biological children. When it is time to ask for something special, Daddy has only one prayer. God, don't let me offend you. Because I know once I don't offend him, the whole world can be against me. They will be stepping stone to glory. But if God is against you, who can be for you? Take a decision tonight that you will never offend God again. That when nobody is around to see what you are doing, remember, God is watching. Is the creator of waves of glory. The, the Bible calls him Father of Glory. The Bible calls him the King of Glory. The Bible calls him the God of Glory. Glory belongs to him. If it's your friend, you've got it made. Ah, If it's your enemy, you're done for. You want to write down your prayer points. Because they've made an altar call tonight, and I believe after that powerful message, <laughs> I don't think there can be anybody who's not born again. But just in case you have not given your own life to Jesus. Then when others are praying, you better you better go to the altar and surrender your life. Prayer point number one. Praise God. That you are able to participate in this year's convention. Praise God. Prayer point number two. 
Father, Baba, please restore my withered hand. In any area of my life where my hand has been withered, restore my withered hand. Number three. Father. Baba. Please restore my sight. Restore my vision. Number four. Father, please. Let all my dreams be fulfilled. Number five. Father, please inspire me. Baba, you Inspire me tonight. Lord, you Number six. Ikefa. Father, let me have a share. In the new wave of glory. Baba, Let me have a share. In the new wave of glory. Number seven. Ikeje. That's your own private prayer point. Adura Lodon, Allah Dagba Rere, Tobani to Vefikon. I know there is a lot of space. Oh, a bear, a Around the altar. Nebi, Pepe. Left and right. Lowa, Lafia, Lowa, Tonwa. So if you want to come to the altar to pray, you're welcome. Those of you who are there wanting to pray for salvation, cry to God, He will save your soul. I'm going to give you only 15 minutes to pray. So you better make it intense. Cry to the Almighty God. This is a night like no other night. Call on God now. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to your holy name.
In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. God will grant your request. In every area that you have failed, you will now begin to succeed. It will restore your withered hands. It will restore your sight. It will restore your vision. It will fulfill your dreams. You will fly over obstacles. You will reach your goal. You will have a share of the new wave of glory. And you will never offend God again. It shall be well with you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, let's return to our seats. And then we'll do one or two things and be on our way. Tomorrow morning, there will be ordination of pastors. And elders. At 9 a.m. Let's go back to our seats now. As at 5 p.m. last night, the number of babies born stands at 18. 10 boys and 8 girls. Let the boy shout praise the Lord. And let the girl shout hallelujah. You've had the testimony where anointed and catch you had open blind eyes. And cause cancer to disappear. And I've been doing all kinds of mighty things for God. So before I go tonight, we want to anoint your handkerchiefs. Fresh anointing. 
so that by the grace of God a new wave of glory we envelope you your family and your ministry you bring out your handkerchiefs you don't have an handkerchief, any piece of cloth will do. And you lift it up. So we can ask the Almighty God to anoint it. I believe you are doing the same in the old auditorium. And you are also doing so in all the nations of the world where you are watching. There is no distance with God. It's everywhere at all times. Anywhere there is air. When we wave our hands here, the Holy Spirit will carry it through the air into every cloth lifted up. Are you ready? I'm going to be praying the Holy Spirit. And you keep on saying Amen. Until I stop. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, my Father. Father, anoint all this cloth with your power. Wherever each one is used, let miracles happen. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Wave it so that the devil will know he's in trouble. Glory be to God. 
Amen. Now keep the handkerchief ready because we are going to use it in the closing prayer. In the meantime, let's take, let's take our thanksgiving offering. Let's say thank you to the Almighty God for what He has done again tonight. And then we will say the closing prayer. When you are ready with your thanksgiving, sir, the choir will sing. You dance to the nearest basket to you and drop it. And then we will say the closing prayer. Over to you, choir. Tell it all Oh Lord Father If I have been Tired of God It still won't be Enough I say Lord You have done so much For me Oh
I want you to lay that handkerchief on your own head. And prophesy to yourself. That your blessings of tonight. Will last forever. Go ahead. For just one minute. You mention your name. Adeboye. Your blessings of tonight. Will last forever. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, Baba. receive the offerings of your children. Bless it. Sanctify it. Use it for your glory. And all who have given now, don't let them know poverty again. Go with your children as they go, and let it be well with them. Thank you for what you have done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Wave your handkerchief one more time and shout the biggest hallelujah. <laughs> All right, this must be annoying to the devil. Amen. 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 Now, pastors, you are released so that you, you'll be around before 9 a.m. tomorrow. You know, we made a prophecy at the beginning that by the time the program is over, my hallelujah will be louder than yours. Let's hear you now. Hallelujah. this message has really blessed your life. And if you have just given your life or rededicated your life to Jesus Christ, 
please send an SMS or a WhatsApp message titled Saved to any of these phone numbers. Plus 234-706-497-9797 or plus 234-810-383-0237 or plus 234-803-722-1550 or plus 234-805-504-1394 Also, you can send an email to altercall at ourccg.org. Thank you and God bless you.